You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. It's you up with Nikki Glazer, the podcast. You get it. Um, I am coming to you from Washington, D.C. in the presidential suite of a hotel. Yeah, I got a presidential suite. I'm making Andrew Collin and Ari Finling, who are open for, for me. Um, they are staying in a regular room with two beds, but together. It gives me so much joy when you guys have to sleep in the same room together. Do you enjoy it yourselves? Why does it give you joy? I'm just wondering. Because it's just it's just funny to have to like watch you guys. It's just funny to. It, there's more stories that come out of it than if you're alone yeah. in your own rooms. It, it there is Ari yesterday decided we both take some liberties. Ari, uh, I was in the shower and he took a shit and the toilet is no farther than six inches away. And he thinks that's fine. And then he looked in the shower like four times at my naked body and I felt uncomfortable. So then I went and looked at his dick and said how skinny it was to get him back. So we're kind of, it's been fun. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of story I wanted from this. Ari, what's your side of things? If I, so if the roles were reversed and you had, I had to take a shit so bad to the point where I couldn't hold it in for a second. I had to go badly. You wanted me to shit my pants? Ari, you could have gone to the lobby. That's like five minutes. I mean, not really. I don't even know where the lobby. I don't even know where the lobby bathroom is. That means I'm walking around the lobby, like scurrying with shit coming out of my ass. Where I could just go into the hotel room that I'm sharing with Andrew, and Andrew says the same comment. Anytime I do something that Andrew doesn't like when we room together, he goes, "I'm the feature. I'm the feature." No, he doesn't. As a joke, it's completely sarcastic and true. I am the feature, and you are below me. Well, no, and I know this is in front of Nikki, and she's gonna say, "No, you're equal." Actually, he's above you. And everything, but I am the feature. You are the feature, and you need to respect me. So sorry uh, you had to see this. We'll face like he'll FaceTime with somebody, and I'll FaceTime with somebody, and he'll do it with no headphones on, and I'll do it with headphones on to respect him because he's the feature. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, he is the feature. So I guess <laughs> what he says goes. He does have seniority in yeah. this case. You taking a shit while he's in the shower is a little much, like <laughs> even for Andrew, but. You guys are really close friends. You've seen each other naked before. Andrew, before. you always take shits in my green room and I have to like smell it wafting out. I think you should have been able to handle this one. I could handle it. It's just it's a little much because you you go in the shower to cleanse. I haven't showered in 2 days. You know that my roommate stole my shower curtain after she moved out cuz it was petty. It was a year-old shower curtain with mold on it and she fucking took it. So then I haven't showered. That's such a shitty move. Yeah, it's strong. So uh, for two days I haven't showered, so I'm looking forward to this first time shower, and Ari fucking just shits all over it, and it just feels disrespectful because I'm the feature. I've worked hard for that. I deserve it. Did you smell it? Yes, no. dude. He's a fucking. I my shit was done in less than forty five seconds. I'm in and out. It fucking blows out like a goddamn dam breaking. Yeah, that's how I felt the other night. I was over at um, Pete Lee and Jamie, his girlfriend's place and she was cleaning the bathroom and i was like you can keep cleaning i'm just gonna take a shit real quick and she was like no and she like was like i'll just walk out i'll finish cleaning when you leave and i'm like i just kind of wanted company i have like no boundaries when it comes to bathroom stuff and um but i do understand and i went so fast that i came out and pete was like god if i could shit that fast my life would be like different like i am very quick uh, i would love to race 
For sure, like I really I'm want to race you. But we would have to, we would have to like eat the same things and like time it out, like because sometimes I, like, actually no, they're always quick for me. Is this including wiping? Uh, because also, if you have wet wipes, it's yes, no, no, how long does wiping, wiping take? Huh? I'm just saying that. Are we going no wipe or just shit out the ass? No, the whole process. Start, fin- start, shit, wipe up, pants out, out of the bathroom. The whole thing. Every time I do this podcast, we talk about shitting. Do we? Yeah. I really feel like we do. Okay, well, we can talk about something else. Okay, so this is what I think, though. Ari, years ago, I don't know if we've ever told this story on this podcast. I took a picture of Ari's dick. We were filming a commercial. Uh, Ari got me the job. It was an internet commercial that paid. Did they pay us? 50 bucks. 50 bucks. It took all day. We we were halfway through, and Ari was- What was it for? Um, Alarm company? Yeah, it was a real deal. Like There was like a real crew. It's on Amazon. High Smart Alarm. Go to- Did you actually film it? You're in it? Yeah. You only got paid $50? Makeup. They did makeup, everything. We got paid 50 bucks. Ari's taking a shit about halfway through, and I took a picture over the top of the toilet- and got a perfect picture of his penis. His penis looked big, surprisingly, because I think he was half fluffed. But he was taking a shit, and you could see his penis. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. I just feel like you're kind of like bent over generally, or like it wouldn't be just like out. But I guess it is. Yeah, I don't know. I had a good angle, and then I sent it to the whole our whole group chat, and then Ari's part of that group chat. And while he's still on the shitter, he goes, "What the fuck, man? What the fuck, dude? Are you fucking serious?" Are you fucking serious, dude? You're just going to fucking send my dick? And he starts screaming at me. He's like, no. And we still have to shoot the rest of the commercial. Oh, wow. Here's the commercial. Turn on the sound. I'm buying the iSmart Alarm Home Security System. Looks expensive. I mean, it has to cost more than this thing over here. Nope. $199 per month? Come on. Of course not. A $50 monthly fee? I don't have $50 worth of stuff to steal. Stop messing with me. There's no monthly fee. I don't think Andrew has a line in the whole commercial. Okay. Well, that's what we were really waiting for. I think he's got a line at the end. He has a line at the end. What else does it come with? A moat with a bunch of alligators and dinosaurs in it? Are you even a real director? Hey, what are you guys looking at? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So the all day... You're on set, so you. So then Ari is freaking out about this. How many people did you send it to? There's five. There's six. Six people in the group chat, including us two. So four other people, and then Ari thinks they're gonna keep sending it out. That his dick is just gonna telephone out there. So he wants everyone to delete it. Everyone, you gotta show me you deleted it. Show me you deleted my dick. Were you crying? No, I was not crying, but I was very upset. Yeah, I would have been too. I was my privacy was violated. I at that point I was did not feel comfortable with my body yet. I still am like up and down, but I was pretty pissed off. And Andrew's point was that he his dick is like so disappointing that yours was like so impressive that he was like you should want to show everyone. Yeah, but that doesn't justify sexual abuse just because you're like, well, he was hot. Th- that's okay. Like that's what predators say. Absolutely. Um, look, I know I made a mistake. I'll say it on air. But you handle you. You were kind of a wuss about it. If it was my dick and it looked thick like that, show it to the world. Unfortunately, I, I, I don't know if I could get that photo. Maybe I can. <laughs> Who knows? Right, but in that in that situation, I was the feature. You were the host in that situation. Yes, that's, that's true. You I got him the job. What you did dictate. I'm a dictate doc. So did everyone er- er- erase it? 
Yeah, apparently everyone erased it. I don't. I don't know if it's still out there. It could still be out there. I think. See, this is the other thing Ari does. Ari holds on the photo. I'll send like a funny photo of me naked, barely covering my dick, and he'll keep it for years. And he uses it as blackmail. He just sends it to me anytime we're in an argument. This sounds like you guys don't have a lot of trust in your friendship. I think. Uh, I think that was the, the original conceit of the idea, but now we're just very free. Like you can see the videos that he and I put on the internet, like the one we did this morning, where it's just like, now it's just like a funny running joke. You guys were in bed in the Instagram video this morning, like caressing each other. Ari's like spooning you. Did you get a little turned on? No, actually at one point there's a few cuts. So I had a shirt on at first and then I realized shirt off would be funnier. Ari puts his nose on my ear and he starts making out with my ear and he goes we have it. We have it as a as a blooper reel and I couldn't handle it. Can I watch it? Of course. It right might, now? Yeah, it might turn you on a little actually. So he tries to suck on my ear and I go no, that's enough. We can't. That's assault. Is this it? No. Oh, oh God, Jesus. No. no. I mean right before we started this podcast, we can't Ari said, no, of course we're not going to say his name. But there's a comedian whose chin just made us disgusted. Oh, my God. I'm watching Ari lick on your ear. Oh, my God. Ari, how gross did that taste? The amount of salt. The amount of salt on his ear was disgusting. It it had, it tasted like he had just like ran a full marathon. That's the lick. What are you talking about? Oh, my God, you guys. And then I start yelling at him. And then, I mean, no, it didn't turn me on at all. We, we've we shot another one in a hot tub. We'll probably shoot another one in the bathtub. I, I find it very freeing as someone. I was never homophobic, okay? But I wasn't completely um, cool about, like, ho- like, homophobic thing like 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 doing gay things yeah doing gay things my my friends were very gay like my guy friends growing up they would you know be naked all the time pee on each other slap each other's dicks blow each other and i was just never well that last one yeah yeah yeah, i'm just fucking around but but a little bit but no okay so then so i don't really feel comfortable so so it's freeing for me to show a video of Ari being on my ear and I feel like every guy should be comfortable with another man snuggling on them. Did you get any DMs from ladies after you posted that? I've gotten a couple DMs today. I got a few last night. Thursday night is tough. People have worked the next day and also Ari's staying with me. So I have to go to their place, which just adds a different element to the whole hooking up. I I said that I would watch. Would you really, though? Absolutely. Yeah, but I don't think a girl wants you to watch. Well, we said it. You set up the whole... I mean, obviously, they don't want me. I'm not really going to watch, but I'm not... I think you should. I think we look for a girl who's down to be watched. Okay, so... Like, the girl you hooked up with last week wanted the blinds open so people could watch. She might be down for it. You didn't fucking tell me that. I was right across the hall. You could open the door. Fucking... I thought you were looking underneath. I told you, look underneath. We're going in. Do you think that you what would would you be down to watch that? Only in this situation where we're sharing a room. I if Andrew was like, "Hey, come over," like we didn't weren't living together or rooming together. Hey, come over and watch me have sex. Absolutely not. Where, would you be jerking off during this? No. So you're just but you're just watching and like half on your phone. That seems weird too. Half on my phone. No, I would probably just be listening. I would do that thing where you ever like walk around New York City with headphones in your ears but nothing's playing. I'd probably do that thing. Oh, so you would lay in bed with your back to them, yes. pretending not to be listening. Yes. And then the girl, okay, no girl's going to be down for that. That's not true. 
Party girls, yeah. Back in the day, you fuck in front of people. You fucked. Didn't you fuck in the dorms in front of your dorm roommate? Never. You never did. No. That? Oh, dude, we would do it all. You just fuck quietly. You never did that. No, wow. I mean, I knew it was happening, but no, I didn't hook up in Your college at all. I literally never once hooked up in college. Same. In, unless, well, no, that's not true. One of our past guests, Tanner Wally, I hooked up with him. But he was a comic. You know no, he wasn't a comic. He was a musician. He went. We worked at a call center together and at my school. And then um, the other guy I hooked up with, I made out with a guy a couple times at like a jazz club that played the saxophone. <laughs> Um, was it Boyd? I don't know. He just it wasn't Boyd Tinsley. <laughs> Leroy Moore is the is the saxophonist for the Dave Matthews Band. How did you mean to? Um, like I always did with guys, which is I would go to a bar, I'd find the hottest guy there, and be like, "That's the one I want." And if I don't get him, I'm going home. I don't care about this night, and I won't settle for anything but what I want. And then I just I think I was drunk, and I just like went up and talked to him, and then we like made out a bunch. <laughs> what playing saxophone when you walk no he's on break dude oh. he's on break he was it was jazz house in lawrence kansas so i made it with that sax player i think i other than that and then i lost my virginity to a comedian in kansas city and i was in college but he was not he was um working at a hotel in kansas city you've never had like a go to like a, a nightclub and you were drunk till three in the morning and then just fuck the guy that you're grinding with no you, have. you need that i never have either I do not need that. And I won't have that because I don't drink. It's all about, this is all based upon drinking. If, if you take drinking out of all of this, no one's getting, no one's doing anything. Sorry. All right. I'm just saying even when you drank, even when you drank, you didn't, you never, you never had one of those nights where it was just like, but you did, you've had drunken sex when you were with comics. But yeah, no. with guys that I like yeah. already liked, yeah. not just like it would not be like the night of. The night of is just making out. No, I, I have extreme issues with men. It's like it runs deep. I can't just like have sex with a guy. I'm trying to think if I've ever had sex with someone the first night. Um, I've had sex with 16 people. Ew. No, you blowed someone. Um, I don't think I blew anyone the first night ever. Uh, Oh, okay. That was a few nights later. Wait, who? Just just mouth it. Oh, that was like after knowing him for a really long time. (laughs) <laughs> I just celebrated the year anniversary of doing that, by the way, the other night. No, my friend just sent me a picture being like, this was a year ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was the night. <laughs> it's been a year since I sucked a new penis. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That Wait, was the last. No. Yeah, dude. Oh, a new penis. But you that- sucked his dick within the last year. Yeah, again. Yeah. Sucked his dick, I think, three times. Three times. No, twice. Is it really like to be like is it really suck to suck a penis like for the first time? Is it really not like enjoyable? No, it is. You if if you feel like you're doing a good job, you feel great about it. Like someone just um recently watched my special um a famous person who I became friends with um texted me that he was watching my special and like 7 minutes in, he was just like you hate blowjobs. And I was like, "No, no, no. No, I don't." I, I think it's weird that we have to do them, but like if I love the person, I love doing it. And I was, and he was like, "No, you hate them. You really hate them." And I'm like, "I promise you, I don't." Doing reverse psychology on you. You hate it. 
You hate it. You won't even suck my dick. You won't. And while you're sucking his dick, you still hate it. You hate cum on your mouth. And then he was like, you have a meaty pussy. And I was like, no, it's actually not that bad. I've compared it with friends since I taped the special and my vagina is pretty great. And he was like, it's okay, Nikki. You have a meaty vagina. You're hilarious. So it makes up for it. I was like, um, okay. Think what you want. But I did exaggerate for the sake of that performance. But okay. <laughs> it was so weird. I gotta read you the whole text conversation. He was just you like, "Shown me this yet? This sounds fucking gold." Because it happened the other night, and I oh, haven't yeah. seen you. This I, is I got. The thing that you were telling us earlier, right? What? This is the text message you were telling us earlier yesterday. Um. Yeah. Where like he watched my special finally and was like live texting me. No. Who? No. 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 I never heard from him. It was that was another famous guy. That another famous guy was like, "I'm gonna go watch your special," and then I never heard from him again. Um. Guys, they're trying to mime to each other who this is. Andrew, Andrew is so bad at like subtext. You, you're not good. At, if I like mouthed words, you you're not good at reading lips. Maybe you mouth like a fucking asshole. No, maybe you fucking hear with a lisp. That's how fucking stupid I'm you are. I'm reading your lips. I'm not hearing anything. You fucking Jew fuck. Okay, really? So tell me what I'm saying. Oh, I the person is Barack Obama. I got that. Is uh, that what, that's yeah, what you said. Yeah, no, but no, also no. you go. It's no guys. It wasn't Barack Obama. Huh? Oh, that wrote that to you about you not yeah. like having a meaty pussy. But I was just like, I don't, and I do like sucking dick. Is that what you think? <laughs> What'd you say? Steven Seagal. Yeah, it was Steven Seagal. Yeah. By the way, did you see Tom Segura's dance? Yeah. I can't believe how good it is. He you know what? We like, talked about doing this too, that we were going to get it. It doesn't mean we can't do it, okay. you idiot. God, don't get so. You act like Tom Segura now. Yeah. He did it because Burt Kreischer did it. I know. I know, but I, because I get comments like, oh, someone's copying Burt. I've been dancing for fucking years, and you know that. You didn't invent dance. Ew, what do you have on your lips? Ari's taking it off. He had some schmutz. You had a little schmutz on your lips. We had our show in D.C. last night. I go out on stage, you guys, and I, like, proposition women to fuck Andrew. It's the first thing I go on stage saying. I say, you shouldn't put your phones away unless you're DMing Andrew. Then um, your server will check with you if they see your phone. And if you're DMing Andrew, they'll allow you to be on your phone. But otherwise, you have, like, seriously legs that I envy. I wish I had your legs. Thank you. Because they're so thin. Yours are good too, Ari. I have thicker legs than both of you. No, we had. I literally. Off. We had a calf off. No, I have. I have bigger legs than both of you. You have skinnier legs than me. We had a calf off. We had a calf off in Seattle in Tacoma, and everyone saw it. We fucking put it up. We were both right, exactly the same. Also, my legs are nice. I don't even have that hairy leg. But if we measured this part of our leg, yours would be thinner. Okay, that's true. I am such a fucking leg fat ass. <laughs> I hate my legs. Oh my god, you have the skinniest like lower leg, Ari. I am so jealous. Oh my god, I'm really depressed now. <laughs> my mom used to call me Chicken Legs growing up. That was my nickname, Chicken Legs. Chicken Legs, Big Dick. That was my. That was what my mom called me. <laughs> Uh, and, and Andrew was chicken dick, chicken legs. <laughs> yeah, I was skinny dick, skinnier dick. Oh um, no, me and Ari, I do like it is weird when we compare our lives how much we have in common. Yeah, it's fucking. We it is weird. I mean, I'm surprised you're not a middle child. That's oh no, you are a middle child. Yeah, what are you 
Are you a middle child? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're both middle childs. We both played lacrosse. We have similar kind of... I love that this podcast has turned into the Ari and Andrew show. Thanks for asking me even one question about I myself. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Shut up. Nope, nope, nope. We asked you about the saxophone player. I just... Okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. We'll get to that later. We got to get to the first clip of the show. God, these two fucking narcissists. You can't be a narcissist when you talk about each other. We're talking about each other. Yeah, it's still about you. Um, guys, write into the podcast and let me know how much you enjoy listening to Ari and Andrew every week. Um, I'm such a good host. It's never about me. Uh, oh Monday's show. God, Monday's show was Carlisle, Forrester, and Pete Lee. Uh, we talk about Carlisle's infamous audition video. Andrew, how good was it? You just got to watch. Is it on YouTube? She's got to put it up. Um, yeah, we should. I should ever put it up. Um, we'll put it back up on the U Up. Um, SXM um, Instagram story. Uh, Noah posted it the other day when this episode aired on Monday. But um, Carlos is going to tell the story now. But like, what did you think when you saw that video, Andrew? Well, I don't even. It, it was a self audition tape for. Well, uh, strip. we'll talk about oh, it when we get sorry. back. You guys listen to this. This sets it up, and you'll find out. And and then go watch it on at uh, up SXM. And we'll be back with more from the presidential suite of a hotel in Washington, D.C. with Andrew and Ari Finling after this Monday show. Carlo, you're in a great relationship still. Yeah. I love that How's guy. it going? It's going amazing. And I, I just have to say to, to tell you, like, you know, everybody says, oh, it happens whenever you're not looking for it. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a difference in not looking for it and being open to it. Because mm-hmm. right before I met my boyfriend, I had decided... I'm open and I'm ready. And I was projecting that energy when I went to this party when I met him. I kind of like threw this party Mm -hmm. because I wanted to have a pool party. I was looking good. I wanted my crush at the time to come was the reason why. And he didn't come. And luckily, my boyfriend now came. And I feel like because I was projecting this energy... Uh, and I had, you know, bought this new white bikini. That those two <laughs> things came together in a perfect yes. storm. Yes, and it's it's amazing. We've been together six months now. Yeah, and and it's I I love he's so supportive Which is long of you for me. Let's talk about that audition tape he uh, he edited <laughs> for you because this oh is one God. of the funniest things. So Carlyle had an audition to play. What was it? <laughs> okay, so it was to play a stripper. And it said that you needed to be comfortable with nudity in sexual situations. Okay. And then the scene that they gave you to read so for the, the scene, audition was... The scene that they gave me to read <laughs> had nothing to do with stripping or sexual situations. It was, it was just, just a scene. Yeah. But because they had made this note, I thought, you know what? I'm going to show them just how comfortable I am with nudity in sexual situations. <laughs> this girl's a stripper. Let's see. Let them see my moves. So Chase and I... My boyfriend, we made this video that no one asked for. No casting did not ask for this, dude. And I sent it as an extra link. Like I sent myself tape, and then I said, "Guys, I, said, I know a lot of you listening are not in the industry. You just don't send an extra tape. Like just send what they ask for, and be done with it." Listen, Carlisle I wanted them Forrester. to know. I wanted them to know, like what what I could do. I yeah, wanted them to see the body yeah, and the whole your body. package. Yeah, because she's a hot broad. You should follow her on Instagram, Carlisle Forrester, C A R L I S L E Forrester on Instagram. She's super sexy, and so you've taped this video. Yes, 
I of have... you dancing to a song. <laughs> Can I just say this project alone was so... in your studio apartment? This project was so dead on for me. It was literally a girl from Northwest Mississippi. <laughs> like it couldn't have been more I on know, the nose. I know. And so we moved everything out of the way in my apartment. <laughs> just she's uh, she's just lonely dancing on a hardwood hardwood floor just, with just like stripping to no kind one. of bad lighting. And then... At least you move the stuff so it's not like you can hear the coffee maker going click. No, yeah, it's so funny because I mean, Andrew and Nikki have been in my apartment many times, and it's always like a, a bomb of papers went off because it's like sides for auditions and like right, like just like papers everywhere. Papers. Remember and, when you bought a book because you wanted that guy to think that you read? Yeah, I would leave out this book of <laughs> like no, it was a French workbook with like a paper stuck in it, as if I'm learning French in my off hours. It's but so funny. Andrew she, goes. He Andrew was coming goes, over to her place. I just think. Of you, I just think of you and Chase moving all those papers out of the way. You just have a for push broom yeah. for you to make this video. Were you? So the video, the the best element that it had, and I think where where Nikki laughed out loud when I showed it to her was there was a hair flip, and it got really awkward after the hair flip. So what Chase did was he reversed the video, so the hair flip just happens over and over. It has like this effect on it. And then it has to end because it just gets awkward after that. But it's the weirdest. Are you in this video? Are you are you naked or no? I'm you... like in in like a swimsuit basically. All right, I just wanted to know if I can see it because I we want have to we see have it. have it and I, like Noah. Yeah. I think you got to post it. Let's on... send it to casting again. Maybe they didn't get to it. It's so sad. Can it's we just... tag the production in it on Instagram and be it, like, yes. in case you missed it? Yeah. Can I just say I've been following this show since it came out pea valley it's about a strip club that's front like where i'm from in the south yeah. it's like a dirty like it's gonna be a dark drama on like showtime okay it, so there's still need more strippers on the show yeah so if you're out there and you cast pea valley or you cast anything and you Katori need a hot Hall girl is a famous writer she's from memphis tennessee like this is just such a it's a cool project that i've wanted to be involved in in a long time will someone listening? give carlisle forrester a goddamn <laughs> acting job get she's so talented it's the, the the problem with this business is that if you don't have any experience you can't get experience you know you know it's what a catch-22 it's, like. it's it's like that in a lot of industries obviously but like it really is difficult she's so hot she's so talented she's worked her ass off to be this talented and hot if you're a casting director out there and you have anything to put this bitch in check out carlisle forrester i'm not kidding you give this woman a a, a gig yeah that was monday's show yeah what did you think about so the video was carlisle stripping um and dancing around her apartment and she said that um you had said it was so funny th to picture her and Chase like shuffling around papers to get it cleared out for oh, her to dance. Yeah. yeah, I mean first of all she has no furniture. So but she, the furniture she does have she has one table in the middle of a studio with so much paper. So she had to move all that. Also, it's for like a a, a stripper, right? Mm -hmm. So you're when you're stripping anywhere other than a strip club, you look ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah. he had to edit it so that her hair flip, like, it got awkward at one point. So he, like, went back and made her hair flip, do, like, a, a double take. I mean, it's so – she tries so hard, and it's so cute. Yeah, she's a good actress, man. I she's know, talented. she is. She is talented. I got her a job the other day. Really? Well, a future job. I um, Well, not only did I, like, tell all the listeners on Monday's show to fucking put her in something – 
I'm like, I know that there are industry people listening. Will you put my friend in a goddamn show so she can get some work? Because the problem with the business is if your resume doesn't have shit, you can't work. She needs a goddamn job. She's hot. She's blonde. She is has great comedic timing. She's trained as an actress. Carlisle Forrester put her in something. So the other day I was at um, taping Lily Sings late night show. And my friend Sean O'Connor is the head writer there. Oh, yeah. And they were talking about like, I did this like game with Lily where we like acted out GIFs. And um, Tig Notaro and Phoebe Robinson were also filming episodes that day. And I was like, what games do they get to play? And he told me about their games, and I was like, those sound fun. And I was kind of jealous. And he was like, well, we were going to do this game with you where you um, make up new Kama Sutra, like, or no, uh, two actors act out Kama Sutra poses, and then you and Lily give them new names based on what you see. Yeah. And he was like, but we couldn't find any actors who wanted to, like, simulate sex on TV. And Carlisle is sitting right there, and she goes, I would have. <laughs> and I go, Sean, seriously, my friend Carlisle will do anything ever. Get her on TV, like give her a role. And he's like, I will. And I was like, I'm not joking you. Take down her number now and call her whenever you need her. And so then I left the show. He said it was one of the best interviews they've ever had on the show. And I was like, well, you can reward me for my great interview by giving Carlisle Forrester a job on your show. Uh, uh, just a day playing acting role. And he wrote me back. He 100% would. So I think take that as like she's going to get a job. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean... We'll see. I feel like, yeah, it's just, this business sucks. It's hard to get work. And and it's so funny because casting people always bitch about how, oh, we can't find anyone. to. They always act like their jobs are so goddamn hard. It's like every, there's this town is teeming with talent. And by this town, I mean D.C. <laughs> D.C. Like Self-fulfilling prophecy where they're like, well, we can't give you this because you're not a name. Or you're not famous. And we're not going to. Uh, make you famous because uh, you're not a name as well. So it's like, I can't become famous if you're not going to yeah. do this it's like when you to give you. What yeah. You want. Yeah. It's like when you try to get a job and they're like, uh, do you have any experience? It's like, well, I need ex like if I had a job, I'd have, I think we all just said the same thing three different ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's a catch. Analogy. It's a catch. 38. Yes. Uh, I love that you, what, they literally said that to your face. They said, we love this idea. We would buy this for you if you were famous, but you're not famous. Wow. Yeah. Whenever I used to like audition for things, cause I'm writing a role for Carlisle right now in a thing. And she's like, I told her the other day, like the, the person's name is Carlisle. Like everything, like I'm setting it up so that she can get the role. However, she'll still have to audition for it. And I told her that it's like not guaranteed, even though it's based on you, it is you. Because it might go to a famous. Because I remember Amy Schumer always telling me, like, everything goes to a famous, Nikki. Every, everything. And I was like, yeah, it's true. And she had to tell me that because in Trainwreck, the character Nikki, played by Vanessa Bayer, was written for me, with me in mind. I was that character. I auditioned for it. And I didn't get it. Because it goes to a famous. And I was not a famous at that point. I could probably get that role now, but not then. So, you know, whatever. Um, last night was so fun. We had two shows last night, which usually in Thursday we only have one show. But um, we had a fun hang. We had a, a couple guest spots, uh, local female talent. Um, Andrew did 15 minutes on the first show. He went a little <laughs> short. He went a little short. He's supposed to do 20. What happened to you up there? It, it's not like it, I wanted to get off either. Like it was a fun, it's like the one of the best rooms, great set. I just thought I did my normal stuff, but I guess I just like hurried it up because I was just like – 
No one takes longer pauses in between jokes than you. So maybe you weren't taking a long pause. Yeah, I mean. Sebastian, maybe. Sebastian, yeah, because the crowd is roaring. Pauses. Yes, you do. You go, yes, you do. Don't, doesn't he? I mean, he takes long pauses, but no, I would not say that they're exceptionally long. Between bits, I mean, now I'm never going to have to be able to prove it because he's going to speed him up now because I, I've called him on yeah, it. I also don't listen to Andrew's sets ever, uh, so I don't really uh, know. He no, does I, these, like, giggles, and he'll walk around <laughs> and go, he'll go, after he gets up, he'll go, <laughs> So, man, I don't know. Like, you literally, (laughs) you... Yeah, it's a good pause. But you... I mean, I guess I'm just jealous because I can't, like, just sit in silence ever. Your old jokes you did. Your old jokes you did when they were more, like, punchy. No, I didn't. I never sit in silence. As soon as the crowd stops laughing, I'm talking again. I'm usually talking before they stop laughing. You are able to let the laughs die down and then, like, just, like, reset. But you... That's probably what you weren't doing last night. Yeah, I know. I was a very machine gun last night, and I just thought I missed the light, and I just don't want to go. I'd rather go under than over. Because that's you, a good point. I, I would kill you if you went over. If I did twenty five or twenty seven. Oh yeah, I would be. It would. Yeah, I would be mean to you for a day. Oh, dude, you'd be standing by the stage fuming. Yeah, I would, because. One day I'm just going to stay up there for an hour and a half and just fucking see what you do. It'd be the funniest thing. I'd love to see what you do for an hour and a half. Jeez. <laughs> a lot of pausing, boy. Oh, boy. Lots of pausing. <laughs> Start playing games. Okay, who wants to play Simon Says? Come on, let's do it. Everybody stand up. Can I make an observation about your meet and greets yes. that I've been thinking? I, lo- I, I think like when couples come up to your meet and greet and they'll take pictures separately – not working out. Yeah, I always I always say that to girls who bring their boyfriend, they're really excited to oh, meet me. Yeah. I always say, "Do you want one separately when you guys break up because you're going to have to crop him out of yeah. this?" Yeah. Cuz when they when you I within 6 months that couple's done. Guaranteed. Uh, of course, cuz these girls either the guy's a huge fan of mine or the girl is and they bring their significant other who's probably not as much into me. It's not it's just not possible for two people to be obsessed with one person. Sometimes that happens in couples, but um, you're absolutely right. That's so funny. Yeah, but like if even if they're not obsessed with you as the other person is, they love that person enough that they want to be in the photo together because you like what your partner likes. And if you don't like it enough that you want to take separate photos or don't want to be involved in the photo, no fucking way. Oh, my God. Yeah, but it could be an early relationship. It could be a second date. No. So you don't want to solidify it with being in the same. If it's an older couple. Well, I think there's a sweet spot of where. So let that be known. If you come to a show and you don't take the picture with your, or you t- get a separate one taken, might be they on the way out. Even, my, my point is not even that they know they consciously. Know. They don't even know. It's oh. an unconscious thing that they go, that they think that they're only thinking about themselves. Even though they're there with another person, they're only thinking about themselves. That means that they're not thinking about their yeah. other partner. It's not going to work know out. What I, That's a great point, Ari. I just feel like so many guys I've been like hanging out with, I just get the sense that they're not even thinking about me. They're not worried about my like happiness at all. And not that I need someone to be like constantly thinking of me, but like just the, you just have these moments where you're like, this guy doesn't give a fuck about me. And it's all about him. Like, and that's, it's happening over and over. And that's such, that's such a good astute observation. What were you going to say? No, I think like when also, you know, when girls take pictures and they look at the camera while the guy's kissing her face, not looking at the camera, I think those relationships will never work out. Why? Because they're all about themselves in that, in that circumstance. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that. 
Okay. The guy that just might be a good like it's just cuter than both looking forward sometimes. Yeah, I I agree with you. I mean, you don't have to do that. So, are you are any hookups scheduled for this trip, Andrew? I mean, I don't know. I I have a few DMs. There was a hot Asian girl last night. She wrote number thirteen or number twelve on there. Oh yeah, because I told the audience that he got eleven DMs on his first show in Philadelphia. And that he chose one out of the 11. It's like the shittiest version of The Bachelor. And I was like, if you want to play tonight, um, <laughs> like slide in. So, so she said number 12. Yeah, I got like five slides last night. It's tough. Thursday night, if it wasn't a late show, I think there was definitely more of an opportunity. Because we don't get out of there till 1 in the morning. And then people have, you know, work in the morning. So yeah. it's tough. So this girl was like, I'd come over, but I got work in the morning. When was the last time you jerked off? You know I hold my stock for a road gig. So it's been about four days. Wow, wow. You? Yesterday morning before we took the train. Oh, my God. You're dying to go again, right? Mm, I kind of want to say it because I think I'm going to have sex. We're going to have sex for the first time this week. Oh, my God. The first time since June? Yeah. Ari just had a baby a month and a half ago? Yeah. And we're going to... Uh, no, two and a half months. Whoa. And we're going to fuck for the first time this week. And I, it's going to last... I barely will get it in, I guarantee. Oh my God, that's so exciting. Congratulations. I mean, it's going to be horrible sex. It's not going to be enjoyable. But aren't you excited? I'm in- excited because it's going to bring us together again. Okay. But it's going to be like, she's just going to go, stop. It's going to be It's going to be the equivalent of us, of like a couple doing anal for the first time. Right. Got Can it. question? Yeah. How big I've- is my wife's pussy? How big? <laughs> Ari just said, "How big is my wife's read pussy?" My eyes. <laughs> he read. Andrew just goes, "You read my eyes." <laughs> so, uh, how is uh, your wife's pussy? No, uh, having a baby, yeah. knowing the responsibility, how hard it is. Do you feel weirder about maybe coming in your wife now because you don't want to have another kid anytime soon? So we got approved to have sex four five weeks ago. But I am so, like another like if I accidentally got her pregnant, it would be the worst single thing that's ever happened in my life. So I we're waiting until yeah. she gets she's getting her IUD this week. Oh. So that's why we're waiting. Good question. Yeah. Great question. All right. So she's getting her IUD this week and then you're good to go. Yeah. Congratulations. Blow it in her oh, my God. Blow. Say that again. I'm going to blow it in her eyeball. <laughs> oh, my God. When's the last time you orgasmed? The last time I had one. <sighs> What day is it? Um, it, It's so long that I can't remember. I think probably like before. It, it's been it's been a really long time. Weeks. But you went on a date recently with. Yeah, guy. we'll talk about that when we get back from um, the second episode, which is Tuesday's episode with Jeff Dye and Lizzie Cooperman. Um, we talked about dating and uh, this was the night that I was going on the date that we're going to talk about after this show. But I was telling Lizzie and Jeff that I was going on a date that night. Um, Jeff gave some good dating advice to men that I'm going to share with uh, Ari and Andrew and we'll talk about when we get back. But here you go. Listen to Jeff Dye and Lizzie Cooperman on um, Tuesday's show in Los Angeles. He's really cute and he asked me out right away. He's not killing it. Don't I know, you have right? to like... Not the men I mean, on it. Maybe he has Well, not Ryan. the women either. I know. Really? That's one thing I will say that's interesting. I don't even know if we should oh, go yeah, down this. Oh, yeah, because they'll be like, oh, yes, I'm a yoga down. instructor. Okay. So here's the thing. Or something. Yeah. Men famously get criticized for being, like, kind of vapid about uh, looks, right? They'll date women based on their looks. And that's no, a yeah. horrible reason. Did you just reason. hear our conversation? <laughs> well, it's a horrible reason to date a woman. It's just because she's, like, very beautiful or whatever. No, it's not. Well, if that's all she has. Not if that's all you want. 
If you have friends that are entertaining, guys date dumb, hot girls all the time right. that contribute nothing to conversation, and they sit there and text at the table like that, while the guys talk to their friends. Some guys don't need it. Yeah. Some guys just need a girl to like fawn over them and support their ego and not really contribute to conversation. Right. Again, they yeah guys. Well, not that that's what you yeah are, they but... just want to yeah. yeah. So anyway, go on. Well, I mean, I think you're on my side about this, and if you if that's your take, what I was gonna say is that like so like <laughs> girls will famously. Uh, or not to tell the to, truth. to try to generalize <laughs> a woman will date a guy who's maybe not that good looking if he's successful yes. you know or something like that and a man will date a complete loser if she's hot yes <laughs> like women who have yes makeup that's like leaking in their purse and like they have like their their car is gross okay, let's go let's, let's, let's come on let's you're, back you off a second you don't know what <laughs> it's literally like like get your shit together Make you're a, a grown up and they still don't care like she's hot no. so all this is fine and i've talked about this on stage <laughs> of like phones i guys with guy girls a personality Guys, that's why comedians they get they get laid so much if they're just display this the slightest bit of fame or status on stage and they kill. Yeah. Ugly guys can get these super hot right. girls. However, girls cannot get hotter guys from performing. Go- hot guys are not why like, would we? I, why I have would to we want argue? That? I feel exactly. like I've why would I people want who are more attractive than me because who are women members. want it. That's not true. No, I, let me I just disagree. say there are men that want it. I'm not attracted to those men. I don't like men that are like it. Fucking turns me on that you work that mic. Like it's. You so, know, I've told gross. this story a thousand times, but the first time I saw you perform, I messaged you. You did? Yes, it's a true story. I've I told you. I this haven't story. heard this. Oh, no, I've told you the story. Really? You're forgetting or misremembering. Really? When? Literally at Laughs Comedy Spot, which was a dump in Seattle or in Bellevue, Washington. You were oh, there with yeah. Doug Benson. Oh yeah. And I was like, dude, she seems like a regular lady that yeah. is funny and great, and I'm attracted to her. And I messaged you this long thing on MySpace, and then I was like, uh, and I, I remember being like, uh, all right, let's see what happens. Oh nothing. My God. Nothing happened. Really? Yeah, and it was like a whole. It was pretty like. Vulnerable, dude. I would have been all over that. I definitely didn't see it. Didn't happen. Like, also, and then the I, next time I saw you, you had lipstick leaking from your purse. <laughs> she was really affected by that. This wasn't a personal attack. But uh, to be real, though, get your shit together. <laughs> I if I'm being to. candid, I swear to God, I need to, and it's yeah. on my mind every moment of every day. Yeah, yeah. It's not. You said they're worrying about birds attacking you. Why don't you clean Why don't your you purse? Why don't you clean your purse while you're stuck in the car? <laughs> Oh my God! She just pulled you out a gigantically long CVS receipt. dollars off. Honestly, lost Lizzie. Oh, that's so funny. Um, Jeff, that is like so nice. Um, um, yeah, I mean, like, uh, the, man, I can't believe I passed that up. You know, it's still not off the table. You, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You got a riot date with some thin-lipped motherfucker, right? What are you guys right? doing? Um, he's taking me to dinner, and then I, I have a set, so I can get out of it if it's not a match, and then he can come with me to the set if it is. Do you tell him you are you or, like we'll if go you're to dinner and then right I now, have a set, or do you just yeah? I told him I was it, like okay. I have a set. I have an out. I need an out, and yeah. I'll tell him that right away. I didn't like if you if I don't like you. I'll just be like, yeah, I have a set because these dates make me nervous and I don't want to feel like I have to sleep with you. I need like an, I need, I feel so anxious on dates because there's the expectation of sex and it, which there isn't because unless you're my boyfriend, I don't fuck you. But do you have guy list, a lot of guy listeners? Yeah. Here's some advice for all the guy listeners. You know how, you know how to get a woman's attention very well? Don't fuck her. 
Just stop trying to fuck them. Oh my god! Just it's so enjoy true. their company. Go out on dates with them. Make them laugh. Buy them shit. Listen to them talk and share their stories. Try to charm them. And then when they want to fuck you, they will. In Why are fact, you laughing, Lizzie? It's true. It's like I these think dudes. He's, it's good. It's no, a good point. I know it's good, but it's like what? What's the alternative to that? Every guy tries to go Every on these dates guy. thinking they're gonna have sex right away. You're like, dude, you right, met her right. tonight, and stupid. It, and you could and they're like, have oh, sex she with her. You're like, what are you doing? Right. That's not could. how it works. I have sisters that didn't just go, hey, I'm gonna go to dinner tonight and then fuck a stranger. It's not how it works. I it, like the passion behind that. No, it's but true. it's true. There are so, men that that because guess what? If you do this, you will get laid. Right. You have and a the much better I'm yeah. the nicest late. guy in the world just because I didn't try to fuck him. And like, then I'll we drive want... him home and they go, he didn't even try to fuck me. Like, it's like this weird spell I have on him. Like, yes. no, I was just being nice and enjoying, like, uh, like uh, hanging out with a friend. Yeah. And but then I obviously mean, like, flirty. It's fun. But, like, don't you want to fuck sometimes on a first date? I, yeah, I'd love that. But also, like, uh, that's not what I'm expecting or even moving towards. Yes. I'm not going to make that that's move. That's really great to hear. We're back. That was Tuesday's show. What do you, what do you think about that advice? I think it depends what you want to get out of it. Are you doing it to then fuck her on a first date because then she'll want to fuck? Or are you doing it because you actually want to maybe build something before you fuck and it'll make the fuck better? There's two different reasons. I think it's both. Either outcome, you're going to get a better chance of having sex with her or having a committed relationship if you don't try to fuck her on the first date. Yeah. I don't don't agree with going into any situation with a... uh, predetermined outcome i say i think that you should do what feels right in your heart both people and if that's fuck then that's fuck if that's go bowling and not kiss at all then that's whatever it is you shouldn't hide what you want that's what i believe yeah that's a good point um i went on that raya date that night um with a guy and i walked in and it was funny because i walked up and there was this guy sitting on the bench outside of a restaurant and i pulled up in my uber and I saw the guy and he just didn't, he looked a little bit skinnier than I wanted him to be. And I was just like, ugh. And I said to the Uber driver, ugh. And she goes, what? And I go, I'm going on a fucking app date and it's going to be short. And so she was just, she laughed. And then I got out and I kind of like approached him and I was just like, ha, like I waved. I didn't want to say, I didn't want to talk first because the book Getting to I Do says never talk to men first. So I just kind of looked at him and was like, and he was like, and I go, hi, like waved. And he goes, no. And I go, no. And he goes, no. And I go. Never talk to men first. You just can't say anything. You can gesture. That doesn't count as talking to men. It's not. Doesn't count. That's ridiculous. It is not ridiculous. It's based in science. So getting to I do, ladies, getting to I do. Um, Corinne Fisher is now reading Getting to I Do. And it's changing her life. And so is Christina Hutchinson, uh, the girls from Guys We Fucked podcast. And they found it on their own, and it's changing their life. How can you say that it doesn't work? How can you look at me like that? Because y'all are still single. No, we're not. I haven't read the book fully. <laughs> I haven't. I'm not ready for Did you it. Start from the back forward. No, I just read like a couple chapters, and I was like, oh, I get it, and then I didn't really commit to it. My point is not that it didn't. Wor- my point is not that it doesn't work because I have never read it, so I can't make an assessment on that. My point is that you're saying women shouldn't talk first, but you like gesturing and like doing sign language is I mean I probably you're, broke the rules. Yes, that's what I'm you're like a priest that that wow. read three testament like 
like three pages of a Bible. I understand. This is the Lord. I understand. I am admitting that I haven't read all of it, but my friends who have read the book and do it by the book have committed relationships now, and they're probably going to marry these men. Which one? Who? I just mouthed it. Barack Obama. Barack Obama <laughs> and Jason Siegel. Um, so it, it does work. Anyway, so the guy, that guy wasn't the guy. I wa- and he goes, good luck. And I go, oh, thanks. <laughs> and I was so grateful that wasn't him, right? But that's the kind of, that's the kind of situation where that's the guy you're going to end up marrying. That's so like, funny. That's a rom-com moment of the guy you're not really meant to be. That's the guy. Who I know. I kind of thought that been, too. It's been in a show before yeah, where you show up. Yeah. I, so when you see the next guy, he must look. The fact that he's not this scrawny little dude, it must have made you even happier that he probably even looked better because you just. No, he looked exactly like his profile. Like it was so accurate. And I was so attracted to his profile. Like it was his face is like the number one kind of face that I would want in a partner. Like he's he has a great, great face. Um, he has a really heavy mustache. Um, which I don't know how to feel about that. I've never really like, made out with someone with a mustache, but it's fine. Um, it's really cute on him. Uh, we sat down to dinner. We had a really good talk. Um, question. Why does he have a mustache for a role? Um, no shave November. I'm just kidding. No, he just has a mustache. Oh, okay. Why do you have a mustache? I don't I have a beard. Okay. Well, wh- why do you have a beard? Did he have hair around his face? Or no, what? it was just the mustache. Mustache. I believe so. Wait, let me look at a picture of him. Hold on. Yeah, let me pull it up. What was the conversation That's a different about? kind of thing. What do you mean that's a different kind of thing? What does that mean? What does it mean when a guy has a mustache? Uh, most guys don't rock just mustache it without means. a reason. Okay, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I have to take away the microphone because I have to show them. That's him. Um, I mean, I don't know. The only reason like somebody would grow a mustache other than aesthetics, and this looks good on this guy. Oh, see, yeah. I, a lot of people grow mustaches if they have like a weird, like a Donald Faison mole yeah. to cover it up. But this guy looks, I mean, I don't know what that picture is, but this guy is kind of hot with and without it. Yeah, he's hot with both. I think he just wanted to change. Okay. It's a vacation from yourself. There That's he is. Time. That's what he looks like now. Yeah, like longer hair. I mean, he's fucking handsome as shit. Yeah, he looks like a Hollister model. Yeah, he's so hot. Um,. Really cute, really like. nice. Yeah, I'm super, like, it, honestly, in terms of looks, there's not one person on this app that I've matched with that I've been that much into. I As soon as I matched with him, I was like, please, God, have this guy write me. Please, God, because I'm actually willing to meet this person because he's so cute in every single picture. And then he did, and he asked me out right away. Let me show you. Like, that's all our, our conversation. Oh, that's wow. it. It's no scroll. No scroll. It's just one page. Right, asked me out right away. Um... Yeah, and then... Uh, Where'd you go on a date? He picked a restaurant. Um, I said, I'm sorry, that's kind of like far from where I am. I have a set at the comedy store at 10, so I want to be close to that. We were going to go to dinner at 8. So I said, could you pick closer to West Hollywood? Sorry to like be annoying about it. And I don't have a car. And he was like, sure. So he picked a place. Then I looked at the menu, and there was one thing I could get on the menu as a vegan. His dick. Yeah, his dick. I can't even have that. It's meat. And so... <laughs> Murder. Then um, I wrote to him and I was like really regretting like just not telling him right out of the gate I was vegan. But I was just trying to be cool and I just was like, I'm really sorry. I'm vegan. I can't eat but one thing on this menu. Would you mind going somewhere else? And he he just sent me – he just sent the place and just said Crossroads 8. And I was like, great. He wasn't like, it's okay. Like he just was like, 
a fucking man about it. He was like, Crossroads, eight. And I was like, Can I ask you a question? Do you get scared when, like, that you're a burden on somebody when you're like, I'm a vegan and I can't eat here? Yes, it's high maintenance. I don't want to be, girls should never have to be high maintenance in the beginning. I mean, yes, we're all high maintenance in our own way, but like, vegans just, I've been, men have been turned off by my veganism so many times. I don't need another thing. Did you say you can't go to a restaurant? He goes, no, we're doing this restaurant. Or just he picked a vegan restaurant. He picked a vegan restaurant. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he picked a vegan restaurant. We met there and had a great conversation. By the end of it, we were like really like uh, admitting things to each other. We talked about um, his job. What did he do? He's a writer on a show. Oh. And we talked about past relationships. What? Allie McBeal. He's writing on Allie McBeal still. The show's not on. It's been off the air for 12 years, but he's still working on it. Yeah, he's still writing. They, the shows aren't coming out, but he's still writing them. For the baby that dances. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it was it was like a typical date in the sense that, like, you talk about, like, shallower stuff up front. Yeah. Then you talk about your experience on the dating app that you met on. Then, And I know it's not good um, protocol to talk about exes and stuff on a date. But it's all that I want to hear about. I totally. I just want to know a guy's history. I want to. He didn't want to hear about mine, which is fine. But I liked hearing about his. I'm interested in it, and he was willing to share, and it was really interesting. Last serious relationship. Um, he was in something for eight months that was long distance, and he realizes it was ridiculous. Um, but before that, it was I think like a couple years, and it was like I think they lived together and stuff like that. That's what I gleaned from it. It was all very. It wasn't specifics. I didn't get specifics. But if you dated him, you'd be long distance. Yeah, we both acknowledge that, that it's ridiculous. But, like, we're just, like, when I come to town, I'll see him. Yeah. When he comes to town, he'll see me. Um, I That's what I'm guessing. And then by the end of it, we were, like, a lot more vulnerable and, like, sharing, like, things that I'm, like, I know I shouldn't tell you this, but you told me that thing. And it just felt like we were, like, it, at the very least, we'll be friends. Like, he was a really cool guy, and uh, but he's so cute. So then he drove me to the comedy store and yeah. dropped me off. What kind of car? Yeah. I honestly didn't even look or care. No. Nope. Was it clean? Um, He had to like move some debris off the front seat, but I don't think he intended to give me a ride. I like that. I like that. That means he's not anal. Well, yeah, I mean, he was listening to an audio book, um, which was really cute. Uh, Stephen King book. He said he really got into Stephen King. as a, He was telling me about like as a kid, his brother's dyslexic. So his mom would always like play audiobooks for them just so that they would all read as a family but sometimes Stephen King's books would be like and then his pulse he put his pulsing member between her legs like it would be like a really visceral like sex scene while their family was on like on a road trip it was funny um and then he dropped me off and there was like a nice hug and there was a little bit of a linger like something could have like he could have kissed me and I made it very clear on the date that I don't make first moves ever so that felt good to do to like have that boundary of like he knows the rules like if he wants to kiss me he knows what to do and um and then we also joked about how like i hate when guys facetime too early or at all and then today i was at a super secret special thing that i go to and when i got done with it i had a missed facetime from him oh wow that's cute yeah and he and then he wrote um no what did he write he wrote um if you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm airing all this out. This is just get used to this if you date me. Um, he goes, 
that FaceTime call was a joke, by the way. And I go, was it? And he goes, thought it'd be a fun thing to come back to. A missed FaceTime after we talk about that being a red flag. But then immediately backpedaled since you can't really express that. So he felt immediately. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't leave a message on a FaceTime yeah, saying this yeah. is a joke. Yeah, so he, he followed up with a joke, which I thought was bold and funny. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, good what stuff. Was, what was the funniest thing that he said on the date? Um, God. Comedy writer? Comedy writer. Yeah, comedy writer. Um, we, I laughed a lot. I don't remember specifically, but he made me laugh the next day because <laughs> there was a couple that was on a date next to us. And at one point, the girl, like, dropped an earring or something. And the guy is just, like, rummaging around kind of underneath our table, too, because the tables are really close together. And they were just rummaging around for so long. And eventually, I was like, is everything okay? And then the guy was like, oh, my God, her her earring fell on a button. Is this your button? That's so weird. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so weird. You found a button while you were looking for an earring. And then the next day, he was like, I'm still laughing about, what did he say? He goes, he goes, Oh, damn it. Wow, you have way more text messages. He goes laughing about that weirdo couple next to us. You were like, is everything okay? Finding buttons on the floor. <laughs> like, it was just, it made the, me laugh because it was. landed on a button? On a button that wasn't the girl's button and wasn't my button. It was just a button and the earring landed upon a button. I think I read this book to my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I'm just going to take us into Wednesday's show. I have to get on a call in two goddamn minutes. Uh, Wednesday's show was Sabrina Jalees, Carlisle Forster, and my favorite porn actress, Kristen Scott. You guys go watch her stuff. School of Submission, Kristen Scott. Follow her on um, Instagram, Kristen Scott XX, Kristen with an E. Sabrina Jalees, watch her on Carol's Second Act on CBS. And Carlisle Forster, you know where to find her. It was her birthday yesterday. Go wish her a happy birthday. Um, and this is Wednesday's show. We are, uh, yeah, we talked about so much. This is a good one to go listen back on on the SiriusXM app. And by the way, we have a new UUP channel on YouTube. You go to YouTube.com slash UUP, YouTube.com slash UUP. That's my Caitlyn Jenner voice. And uh, you can see all of our videos there. It's so exciting. We have our own channel. Go subscribe. People are loving it and so excited. So good to hear all your feedback. Here's Wednesday's show. Carlisle Forster, Sabrina Jaliz, and Kristen Scott, my favorite, favorite porn star. Yeah, Sabrina's got to go at the end of the hour, or at the beginning. At the, at the, I don't I'll go know. at a mysterious time, so hold on to every single word I say. <laughs> in your fucking pocket. Um, Sabrina, so the show is going so, it's so fun. Uh, it's, it's I watched so, the so, other so day, I watched so many clips of you because I haven't caught an episode yet, but you're so good on it. I I'm just so get to be myself. Well, what I was saying is like, it. it what I'm realizing um, now is just like I for so long I was like trying to be castable like try like I didn't get a tattoo because I was like maybe I won't you know they won't like it daddy won't like it it's like when you stop thinking about what daddy will like and won't like and you start doing your own thing is when everything starts yes. happening for you and there was a time like I was just think I was talking to Shauna about it last night where there was a time where I was kind of obsessed in a way you were one of the people but the people in my life in my life that were a few steps ahead of me right. I was like well I've got to do it like Nikki and it's like yeah. no Nikki's doing Nikki and you got to do Sabibi. Everybody has their own path. I Everybody's know it's really hard path. to separate that though and to not look at other people and be like I I have to do what they're doing. I I heard actually in an interview that Kristen did that I was watching last night. You kind of had the same kind of epiphany not kind of recently yeah. about your own life and you're in this like placid state now of like doing your own thing. What kind of realization did you have in that way? Um I mean 
I've just noticed that a lot of performers in general like kind of create this character that they play. And and I think that works for a lot of people and I really admire the way that like that works for them, but for me ever since I got into the industry it's really just about being myself. Yes. yes. And Epiphany yeah, twins. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, I mean it's been an amazing ride just kind of experiencing what it's like to to have bands like respond to a genuine like porn star i suppose like, yeah just have you myself. ever done ayahuasca anybody no i haven't because that's sort of like the the feeling within you know that journey is like you get to this place where you're like oh my god it was just me all yeah. along which i guess is at the center of anybody it's about like just letting go and just like stop trying t- it's it, it, but it's the hardest thing to do because our whole lives we're sold things. We're marketed to be mm-hmm. this. You're not good enough, and uh-huh. it's just it's impo- It's really hard for me to let go. But it's it's funny to even hear that you looked at me and were like, "I want that," because I'm looking at someone else being like, "I want that." Uh-huh. And it's there's a good mantra that I always say. You have to remember, there's plenty for everybody, even me. Oh, mm-hmm. let's say plenty. it all together. There's, there's, there's plenty, plenty for, for everybody, everybody, even me. But I want that big piece, baby. <laughs> I want that big piece. It's so hard, especially when you're a woman and you men have us convinced. It's not just men, but it's kind of the patriarchy that has us convinced that we're all fighting for this like one role mm. and this one spot. And um, I feel like but- there's just within power, there's there's like two paths to power and one of them is this is that mantra is like there's plenty let's all fucking get this Mm -hmm. and then there's another one that's like it shall be mine and they're both effective so if you look at but one of them is like less you know you go to sleep and you're grinding your teeth and the other one you're you go to sleep and you pee your bed because you're so relaxed and that's me honey (laughs) yeah do you have that as an adult film actress like do you look at other adult film actresses and be like oh well she started after me and look yeah, that's super, super common within the industry. I think I think lately there's been a lot more camaraderie, like more women just supporting women, but there definitely has been this energy of like you can't help but compare yourself yes. with others, especially when, when, I mean, there is kind of a bit of competition within the industry to like stay relevant and, you know. Yeah. But keep- that's like such a fool's gold thing because what you're saying about acting is the same thing that I'm real I'm like learning how to act on this show like the first when we were shooting the pilot the director was like okay so after you say your line remember that like you're still on camera so you because I would like say my line get a laugh and then be like what's that happening at craft services <laughs> but like wow, yeah but like you know I'm like still learning but the thing that I'm learning is like the more me I am in all the moments in the reactions and the 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 more successful it'll mm-hmm. be mm-hmm yeah, but it, it's it's hard because yeah you can compare yourself to all these people that you're on set with that have so much experience and be like why am I here imposter syndrome yes. I somehow tricked my way into this I'm not really that good but you're just you have to and all of that stuff takes you outside of your instincts yeah mm. and it's I do that with stand up too of um just com- like I'll never be as good as Dave Chappelle or Bill Burr or like all the like people you look I think at. you're better than both. Well, thank you, but it's it's like I they can't do what I do, it, even though like I can't do what they do. There's some things that yes. I do that they will never be able to do, and I have to celebrate that. Just well, like there's some Dave's got some real good stuff on feminism. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his ear to the ground. He actually copied my onesie. What do you mean? Never acknowledged it, but check I... out my 15 minutes. Then check out his recent outfit and tell me 
Who copied who? <laughs> who wore a best? I just loved the idea of Dave Chappelle when I saw that onesie that he was wearing for a special. I loved the idea of him taking a shit and having to take it all off. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, that vulnerable state, just like, you think he's so powerful, and then I just picture yeah. him taking a shit and just naked on the toilet with yeah, his crumpled onesie around his ankles. At all times. Anyone intimidating you, just picture them taking a shit in a onesie. Yes. That was the show this week. We didn't have a Thursday show because I had to fly to D.C. and I wasn't able to get out to the East Coast in time. So we did a replay. But um, I hope you enjoyed this week of shows. Thank you for so much for listening on the podcast. Um, hey, I, I'm coming to San Francisco um, coming up in December. December, I think, 12th through 14th. You can come see me there at Cobbs. Tickets are going really quickly. So if you want to get in on that, Make sure to go um, get your tickets now. Cobb's in San Francisco. I'm also going on tour in the new year. Bang it out tour. Starting January 24th in Boston. So many cities. Come see me. VIP tickets available where you'll get to meet me. Um, And we'll take a picture. It's going to be very exciting. Special guests on the tour. Andrew Collin. uh, Freshly announced Anya Marina will be opening for me. All of the shows as well. Other special guests, a lot of fun, brand new material. I can't wait to see you out there. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Also, I'm the voice of Blind Date on Bravo, if you want to tune into that. That airs every, I think, Monday night? I don't know. Check your local listings, bravotv.com, Blind Date. I'm the voice of it. I didn't write it, but I am the voice. And you can listen to me. Squirt, squirt. Oh, and the the reason Jackpot is even a thing is because I was – I said it's a blind date jackpot one time at a voiceover. And uh, thanks for listening to the show this week. Squirt, squirt. Jackpot. (laughs) This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 